2: Go ahead,
3: sir. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for all being here tonight. Um, thought we had a spectacular evening. Um, NXT firing on all cylinders tonight. And, and just, uh, you know, once again, I thought an amazing war games. You know, this show was a little bit um, interesting in coming together over the last few months, <clears throat> as everything has been in, in 2020, uh, all the way through whether the, uh, any of the structure. So, um, you know, I was really happy with how everything turned out. Um, thought town had a phenomenal night, a couple of injuries, but uh, nothing, nothing too, too serious. And, uh, you know, I, again, I, I think, I uh, why this is the, the best in-ring brand in the business. Um, New Year's evil announced tonight, Jan six on USA network. I also want to give a, a quick shout out to Ariel Hawani for being involved in our pre-show tonight. Is His, his um, analysis is his point of view. I think he just uh, he adds a lot, his credibility, his positioning. Um, Ariel is incredibly smart and one of the most knowledgeable sort of fans of what we do. Um, his, his knowledge of it and his love of it goes all the way back to being a kid. And uh, for me, as we've connected with this over the last few years, I'm always impressed by his, just his, his love of it and his passion and his knowledge for it. So, uh, you know, just want to say thanks to him. And um, it's going to be an exciting few months here as we roll into 2020, 20, uh, sorry, 2021, 20 hasn't been the best year for anybody, but I'm looking forward to uh, getting into 21 getting on a roll as you saw tonight. TikTok carrying cross is back. Uh Finn returns. We will be back. Uh firing complete and uh and that's a good thing. And I can't wait to do it and to kick 2021's ass. So with that I will open it up to calls and we can talk about what would is an amazing war games. Okay everybody
2: uh one question per hour please thank you. That's star one for questions. We'll first go to Mike Johnson with PWInsider.com.
3: Hey, Mike. Hey, Paul, how are you? Um,
2: I'm great. So what are you
3: guys going to – I'm doing good. What are you guys going to put on a good show? <laughs> that, was, that was a hell of a show tonight. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm very proud of these – you know, it, it, it's, I, I was just saying to, to a bunch of people, talent backstage, that it it's hard to, to – perform i think in, in this environment and in this time frame where we are uh you know in the world with with limited fans and and everything else by the level of performance that they can put on that they can block all that out and do what they do the storytelling to me is where it's at you know that that last war games match these things were always train wrecks a lot of a lot of uh a lot of intent, a lot of physicality, a lot of a lot of big things and big risks and all of it. But the truth is, when the story is great, and and this last one was very very story driven. It was all about the the interaction between all these these talent and their story, and that's what I loved about it. It wasn't just about the the spots, um, and that's what makes it so. Uh, to me, I thought the women had an unbelievable night. You know, we say it here: greatest. Maybe the greatest division anywhere of anything. Um, and and I thought everybody else delivered as well. Tommaso Ciampa, Timothy Thatcher, Piranha Clinic, uh, Loomis and Grimes with a hell of a strap match. It was very physical and different. And then, you know, Leon, Damien, and Johnny just, again, telling an amazing story that I don't think you could call all the way through to Johnny making history, becoming a three-time champion, Leon being made, Damien Priest putting on another monster performance. Every, everybody got over tonight across the board. A lot of new players, a lot of new faces. So thought we had a hell of a night.
2: So, so my question is, you mentioned injuries. It, it, it looked to me like uh, Candice LeRae had injured her arm in the, the spot with when uh, when Shotzi came off the ladder and Candice's arm ended up under the chair. Uh, can you give us any clarity on how she's doing and what's the rest of the injury report for the crew at the moment?
3: Yeah. So we're right now for the most part, uh, bumps and bruises on everybody. So, you know, the, 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 what you would expect out of this, uh, Candace is getting checked out now, uh, getting her x rayed and checked out. So I really don't have a a status update yet on that, but you, you are correct. Possibly a broken arm. Maybe we're not sure yet, but, uh, we'll see where that goes. Um, Bobby fish, uh, Got a little bit of a laceration on his elbow, but we're not exactly sure if it's just the elbow, so we we're just kind of waiting to see, but other than that, um, you know, just uh, bumps and bruises. I hold my breath on these kind of shows every single time, and uh, tonight was certainly no different, but, um, you know, we're, if that is the extent of it, then, then we did well.
2: Well, everybody earned their money tonight, and you guys put on a great show, so uh, I think I speak for everybody who saw it when I say thank you for that, and uh, we hope everyone's okay, and uh, I'll, I'll uh, acquiesce to everyone
3: else. Thank you for the time. Thank you, Mike.
2: Thank you, and next we'll go to Gary Cassidy with IPR UK. Hi, Paul. Thanks for taking the time. Hey, Gary. So, one of my one of my favourite things about TakeOver is it seems to serve as a checkpoint for you know how talents are growing and maturing, both as performers and characters. And I know you've previously mentioned, you know, star-making performances from Damian Priest. I think Raquel Gonzalez had one tonight. But what I wanted to ask was, I know the Undertaker has been very vocal about his previous work with NXT talent and even having conversations with you about maybe a more permanent role. Has there been any progress on those conversations at all? Or even more generally, are there any talents that you've noticed that have really taken advice from the undertaker on board and upped their game accordingly?
3: Well, uh, you know, look, I-, I can tell you this, that anytime uh, taker is involved here, anytime he's walked through these doors, um, everybody that's here is better for it. Um, they all come out of here with a different perspective um, a fresh viewpoint, and you know he's one of the most knowledgeable guys in and that has ever been in the business I believe um, you know he, he myself I learn from him every time I'm around him, so um, he is uh he is looking now, I believe, to move into sort of the next kind of phase of his life and um you know we've we've talked a lot about it it involves being here, it involves the future. Um, it involves uh, getting getting more into that. Um, I, I would like to uh, <laughs> I would like to believe he has earned to taking a breath off of his retirement for a moment. And uh, but we actually just uh, touched base in the last couple of days, and that is something that coming out of the holidays we will certainly be talking about in in 2021, which is just one more reason to be excited about uh, next year with everything else that's that's happening. That having him involved. I just, I can't uh, stress enough how how impactful that will be to everybody.
2: Couldn't agree more. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And next we'll go to Jim Barcelona with the Miami Herald. Hi, Jim. Hey, thank you, Paul, Adam, and uh, all the best for the year. What an outstanding takeover again, and especially the match order. I really like the match order as well with tonight's event, my question with such a change in how things are done in 2020, has it come to a point that on a big show like this, you have a plan B ahead of time in case someone gets COVID or is it something not really planned for to deal with until it happens?
3: No, look, it's, I, I think it's always in the back of your head. I, I think for, for everything, I mean, you, you just um, if there's one thing 2020 has taught us it's, uh, you can't plan that far ahead because the world can change on a dime. You know, uh, one, one week we were doing shows with packed Pac arenas everywhere around the world and the next week we were, uh, you know, in an empty, in an empty uh, warehouse, so to speak. So you, you just have to constantly be ready. Um, I think it's something that WWE does very well and it's continued to do, you know, over its 50 years or whatever is, is pivot and change and, and move with the times. And, um, that's something that we're always looking at doing. So you, you keep it in your head, whether that's injuries, whether that's, um, you know, something like the pandemic, it's, it's always there. So you always are trying to think of plan B and we've had to do that a lot, a lot, believe me in the last, uh, you know, 10 months or so. So, um, it's kind of the new norm, but, uh, you just keep moving forward, and uh, at the end of the day, it is what it is and, and you know look the, the truth is that goes for injuries as well it just just as much as it does for anything else. I mean uh if you would have told me that Balor and Cross would have been on the shelf at the same time, especially cross coming out of the wind over Keith Lee and becoming champ and having to move on I me, mean, it just it it should, you, just, you you just can't plan for that, you know. Well, thank you. Thanks, Jim. Stay safe.
2: Thanks. And now we'll move to Miguel Laiva with Marca. Hey, both saying, Miguel. Thank uh, you for having us today. First of all, congratulations on the amazing NXT cover that we have seen. It has been an incredible show. Um, so, NXT cover World Games was the last like, pay-per-view for NXT this year. And we know that 2020 is not finished yet. Uh, we know uh, that during the the show, during the NXT cover, uh, we saw the announcement of the NXT special, NXT uh, Evo uh, New Year, and um, with the also we've got some upcoming NXT shows. But I want to ask you if you have already set any new goals for NXT to accomplish in 2021. That what can we expect from NXT in 2021? and which new main points do you think that the brand must reach next year?
3: Uh, for me, I'm always looking to make the brands bigger and better. That's what you strive to do, whether that's in the UK and, and working with our partners there on BT and um, you know, continuing to get them exposure of a brand-new brand, new brand um, in that market, or whether that's NXT here. You know, for me, it's about building the future, um, that's always the biggest thing that we do. It's about moving forward to that future. And when you see it tonight with a lot of new people on the show, a lot of fresh, fresh faces, a lot of people pulling into their first or second or, or so takeovers. Um, but, but just fresh faces moving forward and, and having new exposure and new opportunities and new chances. And then even when you have, you know, people that have been around for a while, but you see them, um succeed like Oni and Danny do where you're just, you know, man, having that success for people like that, that, that are grinding every day um, and are just such great guys, you know, it's awesome, it, you know, clicks for them and, and here it goes. So um, more, more of that, you know, and more of just creating new stars, creating the future. I believe that this is a brand driven by youth and enthusiasm and will continue to be, um, Going forward, it's what we are, and uh, yeah, look, hopefully 2021 will uh, will be a bit of a smoother ride for, the, for everybody in the world, and uh, we can all just do what we do, as opposed to constantly having to work around it.
2: Thank you, and once again, that's star one for questions, and we'll now move to John Alba of Central Florida, News 13. Paul, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. Adam, hey, John. As well. uh, sure. Great show, on. as always. And for me, when I watch this, Pat McAfee is the standout, and it's pretty incredible to see him elevated
3: in the way that he's been so far. I watch him, and I, I see top
2: guy potential in someone like him. What can you say about his ascension and what his ceiling is? And does it make you guys evaluate how you go about tailoring the system? Because here's a guy who came in with very limited training in your system and has found himself at the top of the card succeeding. Yeah,
3: look, um, I think that people, it's it's funny what Pat puts out and what he doesn't and um, what he says and he doesn't. There are certain people that are just naturals to this. Um, you know, you, you've seen it over the years. Whether it's a Ronda, whether it's a, a Kurt Angle, and somebody like Pat. Now, this is saying this will take nothing away from Pat, because what he has done has been absolutely amazing. Um, but his um, the the people that he's been put in with, the people that he's been around, you know, eight eight guys in war games tonight. Um, including Pat all put their heart and soul into that and made it all happen. Um, but, but that doesn't have to happen, right? The, the other seven guys that are in there don't have to make that happen for him. And they don't have to allow that to happen. That's, that's them being gross and selfish and, and making people. And um, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of that to the success, but make no mistake about it. Pat's phenomenal. Um, you know, people it's funny because people talk about the system there have been a lot of people that have come into this that have been turned into superstars that had never stepped in the ring before um and the system works there are people that have come from other places where they've had incredible success and you and you allow them to fly that here and then you help them take that success to another level you teach them the stuff that they don't know and I don't mean that as a knock on anybody because nobody knows everything. And this business constantly changes and you all grow and learn and move together. And, um, and that's the beauty of this. And, and, you know, what we do being a WWE superstar in some ways, it's it's an individualized thing because it's about you and your stardom and your brand and all those things, but it's also a team, uh, endeavor because you cannot you cannot do it without the person across the ring from you or people across the ring from you or put people by your side it takes a lot of people to make a star it takes a lot of people to get that done Uh, but first and foremost is the person doing it so again my hat's off to pat i don't know that i've seen anybody have a beginning um two match run and the microphone skills the promo skills the character the everything you know he, he just he's a natural at it. The, the, it we say a lot here in the in the system that like the one of the hardest things to do in in the business is to be yourself and pat came in here knowing who he was and and how he wanted to be like he just came in here and was just him he's one of the most amazing people in that his confidence level of walking into something that he's an outsider in, even though he's loved it his whole life and it's what he's always wanted to do his whole life, and most people don't know that, but that's the truth. When he gets here, he's an outsider. And uh, to to be able to still resonate that confidence and be yourself is an unbelievable skill set. And he has it and then some thank you very much and great show tonight. Thank you.
2: We'll now move to Christian Bruns with Power Wrestling.
3: Hey, Paul. Once again, a great show with great performances tonight. And over the course of the year, I think we've seen uh, some uh, great improvements. Guys like Damian Priest, Gary mentioned him on, has really improved in, and really found his own in NXT. Rachel Gonzalez was great tonight has made great strides. So with 2020 now coming to a close, and I know you don't want to leave anyone out, but who's on your list for most improved in NXT in 2020? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> would well, going be hard? Again, like I said, you, we just talked about Pat McAfee, right? But how do, you, how do you say anybody hasn't had a better run than that in 2020? Then you look at Raquel Gonzalez. You, you look at Shotzi, Blackheart. Um Over the last few months, um, you know the, the that that list is long and it's deep of the people you see somebody like Leon Ruff come in here, and um he just in the short period of time that he's been here, I've watched him grow um it's hard to put into words like just seeing him kind of walk in the door nervous and scared and have a certain skill set and then see him his psychology is. His understanding of that proved, and he's such a great guy, and, and to see him have success right out the shoot. and then you see guys like Danny and Oni that that had. Have-
1: Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.
0: Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big
2: money at
3: This is all together, and all of a sudden, they're, they're part of promos, and they're part of skits, and they're part of all these other things that are happening that they're just knocking it out of the park. I don't know that they had that ability um, two years ago. You know, so it, it's, it's across the board, that level, and, and to me, that's the stuff that you just see. For us, it's the stuff that, you can't see, it just comes across on camera. People like Damien Priest that their star power is directly related to their comfort level how they become comfortable is by the people here getting them into that comfort level and, and changing them as performers um, and, and then doing everything to do it. So it, it, the, the, the growth this year and everybody um, has been amazing. And I feel like a little bit of that's what we've been in as a growth year. Um, But I look at the talent roster now across the men, across the women, across all of it. It's deep and it's getting deeper. And, um, you know, behind the, the, the stars that are shining right now is a whole nother group that I can see performing and and growing every day. That will be uh, right there, you know, waiting for their shot in that spotlight. So it's exciting time.
2: It looks like there are great things in store for 2021. So, very much looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And next from Wrestling Inc., we have Nick Hausman. Hi Paul. Thank you. Very much. Hi Paul.
3: Thank you very much for taking the time. Sure. Thank you.
2: Uh, I wanted to ask
3: you about the new uh, performance center class. You guys uh, have some great new talent there. Uh, big fan of the Sauce, Alex Zane, but a couple of the rascals as well. I, I was wondering. Uh, If you could talk about why you uh, did not sign Trey Miguel or, or if you guys are possibly looking to bring him in and reunite all the rascals together. (laughs) Well, look, you know, I don't want to talk about why people are or are not here. Um, You know, obviously there's a lot that goes into all of that, but um, for me, the people that do come here, it's, it's seeing the heart and the passion. What, how, you know, that, that really comes down a lot of it. This is a really, um, uh, it's, it's a passion business. You have to be all in, you have to be, um, invested in this, every bit of you. And, and, you know, sometimes I see people that have been in a long time and it shows that they've been in a long time and you, they, I don't know, sometimes that passion isn't there. I think you see people that are new to it. And sometimes i see like, oh, they like this, but it's not everything to them, um, there are there are times when I see people like I, I see coming in the door now where I just go, man, their passion and their heart, they, they live, breathe, eat this. Um, you know, every when they're at the PC, every time I see them, there's a huge smile on their face. It's like the greatest day of their life, just being in the doors and, and training and, and getting in the ring with people and, and learning. So those are the people we want here. And that's not to say uh, anything about any of those names I mentioned, other than the people that are here are here because of that heart and that passion. So uh, like you said, the future is bright. There's a lot more coming in uh, behind them. And, uh, you know, whether that be people that have been in this business for a while or whether that be people that have uh, have been dreaming about this their whole lives. And, uh, you know, now's now's the time for them to, uh, to walk through the doors and try to live their dream. Uh, I want to give the opportunity to all of them. And that's what this is about. So you're going to see people who you've never heard of and you've never seen walking through these ropes and you're going to see people that you've heard of and, and you're excited to see what, what they can do next, uh, in their career. So, um, we're going to make them all stars. Hopefully. Cool. Thank you, Paul.
2: Thank you. Next we'll go to Alistair McGeorge with Metro UK. Hey, Alistair. Hi Paul. How's it going? Good. How are you? How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Great show, as always. Um, thank we've you. seen kind of the shit sort of Great American Bash, Halloween Havoc, and now New Year's Evil. Um, so I was wondering, first of all, how beneficial is this model of the themed TV specials, and could we see it adopted by NXT UK in the future? <clears throat> yeah, sorry. I was drinking. Um,
3: yeah, it's, okay. um, I think to have those sort of tentpole opportunities is very important. And to build two big events, um, to build two big moments. That, you know, this business in some ways is is like a a great book. Every every show is a different chapter. Some of the chapters are setups um, for for other big chapters, and and you have to have those big delivery chapters throughout. And and that's what you look at doing this. And and I think you know you get to war games having a particular flavor to it. Um, and then you get to the other side of New Year's, we'll have uh, New Year's evil. We'll have another takeover behind that. You know, it, it gives you those 10 full events to build big things, to, to continue to deliver on stuff on a week to week basis, but to build the larger storylines um, where you can get that delivery on a different level. You know, um, is that something that we would look to do in the UK? Absolutely. You know, for us in the UK, um, it, it's, um, it was really a, a part of getting it started again and getting everybody back engaged again. That brand had kind of just um, gotten rolling, you know, when when it all uh, kind of pulled back. So uh, it's it's about getting people comfortable with the characters again, people comfortable with the storylines again. I'm a big fan of that brand. I love the style, the heritage cup to me is awesome. Um, you know, Kaylee Ray, Piper, Walter, uh, Ilya, you know, Tyler, just, there's so many talents over there. Devlin, just amazing, amazing talents, the coffees, you know, there's so many. And and yes, absolutely. That's where we want to get them going. We want to be able to build that brand into a global brand as well. Um, just a little difficult in this time frame but uh we'll definitely head down that road and and for sure you will see more of that in the future uh across all all of it
2: fantastic thank you very much It's always a pleasure take care man thank you and our next question will come from sean ross Sapp with fightful
0: hey paul thanks for taking the time thanks Sean. So it's kind of wild to think after this year, Royal Rumble is next month and you guys have had some success with stuff like Great American Bash and obviously you've got New Year's Evil coming up. Have you all ever considered doing uh, Royal Rumble as as a standalone NXT event? I mean, on the women's side last year, like there were more representatives from NXT than any brand. And if not, do you have any say in who it is that goes to the Royal Rumble from the NXT brand when it does happen?
3: Um, th- there's always conversations about that as, as the rumble gets closer every year, but I'm, I'm a big fan of having separation. Now that doesn't mean that's the sole answer, but I'm, I'm a big fan of having some separation where there's some uniqueness. You know, I, I love the fact that Ron Smackdown have survivor series. I love the fact that we have war games. It's different. You know, it, it just has a different vibe and a different feel. Um, I love the fact that the rumble, is, is the big thing that leads you to mania. I, I think having those differences um, are great. And, and as you are building NXT up into its own brand more and more, um, a- having those differences be stark is great. I think when you have moments like the Rumble where they can all come together and have those moments, that's even cooler. So um, as that gets closer, I'm sure we'll have a lot of conversations about who we feel should be in there and who we feel uh you know, we want to give that opportunity to.
2: Thank you, Joe. All right, folks, we'll do two more, and then we'll wrap for the night. Thank you. Next, we'll go to William Pritchard with WrestleZone.com.
3: Hey, Paul, how are you? Hey, William, how are you? Not too
2: bad. Uh, I wanted to ask about the logistics of actually getting the war games Structure inside the the capital wrestling centers, and I I know, you know, on our side of things, there's some concern about how's it going to fit, how's it all going to work. Can you just speak to uh,
3: production-wise, how difficult it was, what went right, if you can
2: see things, you know, after the event being over, like you know, stuff you would do different, the overall
3: success. Sure. Um, it's I a little bit like putting a ship in a bottle. I don't know how they do it. It's just really cool when it's in there. Um, you know, as we were building out the CWC, as a decision was made to do it, and the teams all came together um, to, to, to build that out, you know, one of the questions that we all had was as we did it, like, wow, War Games is around the corner. What do we do? And You know, you you start to float all the options around. Everybody does, and then we all come together and make a decision. So, as we uh, were thinking about it, one of the decisions that, or one of the thoughts that was made was, how could we uh, could we get it in here, and how could we do it if we did? And um, you know, one of the things that makes this company amazing, and, and I would speak to it, is the television production, the teams that make the content, edit it. Put it together is second to none on anything in the world. Kevin Dunn's team um, across the board, and then you know even some of the guys here that work in the digital production and everything. Um, I just can't say enough. I, I I'm you know sometimes we put these shows together, and as the story packages come together, I'm just in awe of what they do and how they put it together. That team combined then with the team that creates the set design, the, the you know, the the team that designed and built the Thunderdome. It's it's, a, it's amazing. The team that when they first talked to me about doing this with the CWC and showed me the design, I was like, Oh my God. You know, but then when we start to talk about how do you get war games in there? Uh, that's a whole nother logistical challenge. And then one day you get the note that says, I think I got this figured out. And, uh, you know, that, that they do what they do and it's magical. And um, you know, they showed it to me in a design format, and I was like, Holy cow, I can't believe you guys can do this. They put it all together, and then you get here today. The, the difficult part about it, like the, even like this, the Capitol Center itself, you build the Capitol I still, to this day, I still feel like I'm, uh, I bought the brand new car and I've got uh, the manual, but I'm still trying to figure out what all the buttons do. Like it's just so many things in here that we can do. How can we figure out how to use uh, the the walls and the video? How do we figure out how to use different lights and different things? You know, you're constantly just evolving it, and and, you know, it's like again, like having a brand new car. Where three months into it, you're like, touch a button, you're like, oh my god, I didn't know it did that. Right? It's it's really cool. Tonight we they put the uh, war games in here and. You know, production wise, uh, I thought we did a great job with it. I thought the team was amazing. Do I think it'll be better? Yes. Do I think uh, there's a lot of things I would have done differently? Yes. Because you, you, until you're doing it live and until you're cutting it and until the people are in the ring and it's actually going down, you, you, you can't, you, you gotta, you gotta drive the car to figure out how it all works. And, and tonight we drove the car. I thought it was amazing. Um, I thought they did a phenomenal job of putting it all together, but I look forward to doing it again because it's—it's it's, uh, we learned a lot tonight, as we do every single night. But I can't say enough good things about the team that build all this, whether it's Thunderdome, Capital Center, uh, everything in between. They're the best in the
2: world. Right. Thanks very much for your time. All right, next question will be our final one. Too the last question will come from Kelly Wells with pwtorch.com. Kelly, thanks as always for re- – hey there, Paul. Uh, thanks as always for another great show. Um, I was already going to ask about um, elevation over the year. Uh, NXT has always been about elevation but has done, for me, some of the best elevation it's done ever this year, um, whether planned or by necessity because of COVID. Uh including in the war games matches tonight with, uh, who scored the pins and everything. Um, is there
3: anybody you would call out as being so instrumental in being so good at restocking
2: the shelves and, uh, and so good at elevation over the, over the times that NXT has been around?
3: For me, it's the whole team here and nothing here is, um, uh, uh an individual thing, everything is a, is a team and, and it's, what's great about it. You know, I'm the one that gets on these calls and talks about it. And people talk about what I do. I'm a cog in the wheel, to be honest with you. Um, and that goes from everybody here, from Matt Bloom and everything that he sets up here to every coach that works here. I, I can't say it enough. Sarah Amato is a rock star for me with the women's division um, love her to death, and just she, she's the glue that holds that thing together. I mean, you can look at and anytime uh, we've people have been like, "Oh my God, the division's depleted" or something like that. A few months later, we, "Oh my God, they have the strongest women's division there is." You know, she's a massive cog in that. But it's it goes to the recruiting team, it goes to the training team, it goes to the coaches, it goes to the writing, it goes to every aspect of it. And and then, you know, when you get past that to have the people that have that long term knowledge, whether that be the Terry Taylors, whether that be um, you know, Brian James, the writers, the Shawn Michaels being here, hopefully Taker be here more and more, you know, um and and then in input that I get from others as well and, and things that you, you know, you're you're seeing things along the way that are just allowing you to spot people's potentials where they have that opportunity and, and how you can make the the best of it. And we all um, share in, in helping that happen. And then to be honest, it comes down to the talent. And I think um, we harbor a, a, a culture here to me that is second to none. I know you hear a lot of people talk about it, it Things. We, we, it's not something that we talk about a lot, but but internally here the culture is, is second to none. It's a, it's just um, you want to succeed. You want people that are here to succeed. You want to push them to that next level, and every tool to do it is here. So to me, sometimes when I see people that are um, aren't doing it or or didn't do it, um, it's usually the, 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 there's a mirror that they should be looking in somewhere. That's that's the hardest. to to see in a mirror first thing you got to do is open your eyes and most people can't when it comes to them so you know it's a tough look but but that's what they got to do and and, but to me across the board it's team effort here um restocking the shelf is what we do building superstars in the future 90 percent of ron smackdown came through here more will um it grows every day and i'm excited for the opportunity for all of them well, great work in a tough year, and uh, thanks so much for the show tonight. I appreciate it.
2: All right, that'll wrap up tonight's call. I'm just going to turn it over to Paul for some closing comments. Thanks. I just, again, you know, uh,
3: thank you guys for the support. I know it's been a hard year for everybody. 2020 um, has been tough. It's been tough on us, um, you know, from a performance standpoint, from, from every part of it. And everybody is doing the best they can to get through it. Hopefully everybody can stay safe. They can uh, continue to um, prosper into 21. And that this year will be a change. and will really um, be a better year for everybody involved. You know, a lot to look forward to, especially in WWE. NXT is kind of getting on a roll. New Year's Eve on January 6th. Really look forward to that. Look forward to getting some of our top talent back. And, um, again, just excited for all these new, young, up-and-coming talent to making names for themselves and becoming big stars. The future is bright. So um, I'll leave it with this, that uh, one thing that I did miss tonight was uh, when I left Gorilla position was Pat Patterson sitting there next to me with tears in his eyes saying – God damn it, Paul, that was great, the wrestling. Oh, my God, I just love it. And, you know, it was was a a tough night from that standpoint because I could feel his presence here. He would have loved it. He would have been so proud of all these kids and what they were doing, and he would have loved the product, and he would have loved what they did tonight. And uh, he will be missed, but I will leave it at that. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pat. And uh, we will talk to you guys next time. Thank
2: you for the support. Thank you, everyone. Have a happy and safe holiday season. Stay safe. Thank you so much.